Welcome to People of Hope, a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta, Georgia. This short-form episode shares only the introductory remarks for our topic this week. For the full conversation, check this podcast feed or visit ignatiushouse.org slash peopleofhope. Let's begin. Participating in our conversation is Father Peter Fink, who is on staff at Ignatius House, and Marion Monahan, a spiritual director and volunteer with the Ignatian Spirituality Project. Our topic this evening is finding joy in the midst of addiction recovery. We know that this time of social isolation can especially be a challenge for those in recovery or for those who have a loved one in recovery. Uh, Peter's going to take the lead with some opening remarks, but I've asked Marion to open us first with a prayer. God of compassion, uh, we have in mind all the people right now who are grieving, those in the hospital, frontline workers, families who are trying to manage work, school, but especially, yes, families that can't get to their meetings, those that are suffering with addictions, those that love people who are suffering with addictions. And in your love and compassion, you see us all, love us as we are, and accept us always as we are. So for that, we thank you. And um, amen. Well, good evening, everyone. And welcome to our sessions on Easter joy. And tonight, we're going to speak about uh, the joy of recovery. Uh, my name is Father Peter Fink. Uh, I am on the staff of Ignatius House Retreat Center and myself almost 10 years in recovery. And we know that the path to recovery uh, covers many addictions and there are many paths to recovery. My own path is sobriety from alcohol and my path makes me a friend of Bill. You know, I can only talk of my own experience in the hope that it might be of value to others on their road to recovery from alcohol or from any other addiction and possibly even from the current virus. And those of us who are indebted to the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a great invitation uh, to joy in the promises. Now, a phrase, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. That kind of amazement is what joy is about. These promises held out to anyone who wishes to be free of addiction of any kind. You know, none of us start the journey until we hit that amorphous thing called the bottom but it's that moment of powerlessness, that moment of total mismanagement of our lives that makes us say, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's where the road begins. Now, the promises can seem too distant or too impossible when one takes that first chip to recovery. But when you look at the people around you and realize that those promises are already being realized, said the famous saying, God is doing to us what we cannot do for ourselves. Now, I know that the God issue is of concern. 
You know, some have walked away from God. The God has been presented to them in their youth. Some simply don't believe in God. Um, some doubt about it. But sooner or later, everyone realizes that there's someone or something who is not me, who's there to guide and help me. So I am in recovery, but I'm also a Jesuit priest. And some of you may know that there was a Jesuit priest uh, who met and became friends with Bill Wilson as the 12-step program was coming to be. Father Ed Dowling recognized the similarity between the journey of the 12 steps and the journey of the, that Ignatius of Loyola put in his spiritual exercises, uh, which are the stock and trade of the Jesuit order and Jesuit companions. So I deal with the spiritual exercises as well. Now, Bill Wilson proposed the promises as the path to sobriety. Well, in the spiritual exercises, Ignatius offers some additional guidelines towards fulfilling those promises. Ignatius names it the principle and foundation. And like the promises, it's not something that happens all at once. It's a journey that you take throughout your lifetime. But in the exercises, the principle and foundation ask things like this. Who is your God? It asks, what does it mean that you're not the author of your own life? It asks you to address the choices that you make. And it makes really exactly what the surrender deterrent prayer is about. Uh, some kind of assessment of the things I can change and acceptance of it and only changing the things that can be changed. Now, once I admit that I'm powerless, well, the principle of a foundation brings you to the one who is able to guide me forward. Christians call it God, but it's a God that each person needs to find and name. It's a reality that's in your heart, and in your heart, it yearns to be set free. Name it however you will, but let it out. Let it be free. It will save you. Well, the exercises give you a, a personality. There's a personality to this higher power. The 12 steps invite you to name the higher power in whatever way you want, but the exercises promises a God who is simply in love with you. Now, this is what the exercises are about. Let me just sort of mention it because it's really a piece of it. So the goal of our life, this is one translation, the goal of our life is to live with God, our higher power forever. At its depth, this higher power loves us, gave life to us. Our own response to love allows God's love, God's life to flow in us without limit. All things in this world, all are gifts from God, presented to us so that we can know that God is always with us and leads us to make a return to love. And so we appreciate and use these gifts insofar as they help us develop as loving persons. Now, this, this higher power, it's someone who 
with whom I can be related. And the more I listen, the more I realize just how deeply he, she, it, they, however you name it, really loves us. So Ignatius goes further. If any of these gifts become the center of our lives, addiction, they displace God and so hinder our growth towards our goal. In everyday life, we must hold ourselves in balance before all these creative gifts insofar as we have a choice and are not bound by some previous obligation. Now that's freedom. In this short period of time, uh, I can only say a few things about the further things about the spirit, this uh, principle and foundation, but it really is a key to freedom. So let me just, this is just a few scattered pieces and I'll finish that and lead us into a conversation. Just by being of the earth, each of us has a unique original purpose. The God who creates us puts into each of us a unique original purpose. Well, sobriety is to discover that purpose and to live it fully. Second, you are unique and unrepeatable. So who am I and what am I to become? That's the question. Well, to live with God is to become what God hopes for in you. God's hope depends on your realizing that. Well, finally, one last thing. God creates me out of love in particular time and place with a particular talents and temperaments, strengths, limitations, and God continues to create and reveal who God is to me and who I am before God. God invites me to partner with God, to build a more just and gentle world. And sobriety is to be who God made me to be. Honor myself and to honor the uniqueness of everyone else. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at ignatiushouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.